0: Welcome to Live Daf, your online daf Yomi Sheer. Shalom welcome back to today's Daf, which is Yuma Daf. Hey, we are on the bottom of Dalamar Base, holding by last words May Binayu. had a is between Rabbi and who maintained that anything described in Pashas Milum, any procedure mentioned there is Maakiv and if it's not done, it disqualifies the miluim process. It's vital, it's critical to the success of the miluim procedure. Whereas the Mechanina maintains, no, only something which is ma'akev ledurus. Any element which we find has added significance and is ma'akev, is critical throughout the later generations. Then we say, this thing has prominence, this thing has importance, and is ma'akev during the miluim procedure as well. For instance, Tzrikas Adam, it's always going to be Ma'akiv on the carbon, regardless of when it takes place. And therefore, going to Rav that's going to be Ma'akiv HaMiluim. But if you would find some examples of, of things where they're not Ma'akiv on the deiris, provides provide several of these examples, then even though they were mentioned during the Miluim procedure, it's not absolutely vital that they be done. Whereas Rabbi Yechelen maintains, all of these things perhaps are not as important throughout the deiris, but miluim, that's in a class of its own. That's a, a izman inauguration period. Everything there is vital, is absolute, and is critical to the kashrus of the yimea miluim. So this one might be nayu, what would be the difference here? Let me have some examples of halaches which are mentioned in pashas miluim. But are not ma'akev leaders, in which case Rebbechanin will say, it's not ma'akev during miluim either. And Rabbi Yechenon will disagree and say, it is Ma'akiv during Miluim. The Gemara will provide four examples. On Rabbi Yisuf, S'micha Ikebinaev, there's a mitzvah of S'micha, for one to lean on his carbon. So that's a mitzvah, but it's not Ma'akev. according to Rabbi Yechenon, that anything mentioned in Pasha S'miluim is critical, S'micha Ma'akevah, S'micha as well, falls into that category. And if smicha is neglected, there's no carbon. However, lamanda if it's something which is not ma'akev throughout the later generations, then it's not critical for miluim either. Smicha is example of one such halacha, which is not ma'akev and therefore it won't be during the miluim procedure as well. no What do we know? what do we find that smicha is not something critical to The sanya v'somech v'nirtz. The pasach says, if you lean on the carbon v'nirtz, uh, it's accepted by Hashem. Is that so? Is smicha, uh, the thing that generates acceptance and kapar? V'chi smicha mechaperes? V'alu in kapar lebedam. The dam, the z'rik of the dam, that's what generates kapar sh'nevar. Ki adamu hu So how can you suggest that smicha, fills that role. So what then does the Pasach mean? If you do smicha, you have harzah. Shem shi'ori mitzvah. The point of the pasik is like this. Be mindful of the fact that smicha, it's a mitzvah and it's important. Don't disregard it. And if one does disregard smicha, shem asal if you treat smicha like shi'ori mitzvah, just a leftover of a mitzvah, it's not really, uh, doesn't have primary importance so he neglects smicha he doesn't do it he missed out his carbon is lacking although it's kosher but it's lacking Maala olavakosav a regards his carbon ke'ilu keeper regards his fellow as if he had no kapara because he's missing that element of smicha the keeper end of the day he did have kapara his carbon is kosher so that's what the message that's what the pasuk, That's the message the pasuk is sending here. Keep in mind, smicha is important. It brings that initial factor of, of harzah It elevates the karma to a higher level. But of course, it's not me'akev. So that's the point. Smicha is important, but it's not me'akev. That's why it says v'samach v'niritzah. It brings harzah but is it's not me'akev. The question is, is it me'akev by Miloim? According to Reb no. Miloim isn't more stringent than other Karbanais anything mentioned in Miloim has added significance added importance as part of that special Miloim procedure which stands higher so to speak than the carbonates in the later generations that's one example Smicha we have another example T'nufa waving about the uh, parts of the Karban shlamim. that's a Mitzvah say but not is it going to be Ma'akiv and Or not? That's the Makhliks. Omar ben Anything mentioned by Miloim is Ma'akiv. Ma'akva. Tanufa as well. is vital and critical. Ulamad dav, she Ma'akiv laderis. Ain't ben. According to Rabbi Hanina, who says that miluim is consistent with the later generations. If it's not Ma'akiv later on, it won't be Ma'akiv here as well. Then Tanufa is not either Ma'akiv. Either Lo'yin Ma'akva. Ulamad da'loyin Ma'akva. And indeed, how do you know that Tnufa is Nama Akib? Lederis, Tessanya, a similar gemorrah, L'Snufa L'chapeer, that Trufa is going to be for the Kapora. And again, since one says trufa bring about Kapora. V'chi Trufa M'chapeeres, V'aloy, Kapora, We know that Kapora is generated through the dam. Sh'namar, ki Adam, U'ma b'nafesh y'chapeer. If that's the case, why does the Pasuk say and what does the pasuk mean by saying, Litnufa A Tnufa generates Kapora. Evidently, the pasuk is telling you, despite the fact that it's not Ma'akev, keep it in mind, it does add a lot to your karma. Shim also the Tnufa, Mitzvah. He simply regarded the Tnufa like just a leftover of a mitzvah. Just, he disregards the Tnufa, doesn't give it importance, and fails to do it. He's missing something in the carbon. regards him, So he had no Kapara, meaning he didn't have the, the highest level of Kapara, but at the end of the day, he did have Kapara, and his carbon is Kasher. So this is the second example, Tanufa, which is not Me'akeh Will it be Me'akeh by Miluim? Ko'int to Yechenon, yes. Ko'int to no. Let's take a look on Rashi inside. Up on top of the Ahmed. Dover she'i Me'akeh Bayin the coming law The Gemara soon provides some examples of this, and we have the first one was smicha. Then we went to T'nufa. shiory mitzvah. Koloymar, this fellow disregarded. He, he he considers the smicha as though it's just shiory mitzvah. Koloymar shalechosh lachshiv Mitzvah. He didn't regard it like a like a real mitzvah. It's just a leftover. It's just a, a shioryim. But and he didn't do smicha. Kedulay keeper mina mufchar. treats him as though he didn't have a proper. Mitzvah kapara min amufchah. The preferred kapara. But ultimately, the he does have kapara because he's Yoitze. Without that element of smicha as well. Ketamrine vizvachim. Kepa le The person has kapara. The ika kapara bedam Avaloi keeper. Nami mitzvahs koine min But he didn't have the best and the optimal form of a carver. Katin is the Gemara. So we had two examples, Smicha and Tanufa. Rapapa Omar, another example, Prisha Shiva Ikeb Naiv. will pertain to the seven-day separation before Yom Kippur. Lamanda Omar Actually, seven-day Prisha before Miloim. So the one who says, Lamanda Omar ma'ake, ma'ake Anything which is mentioned in Pasha's Miloim is critical. Ma'akeb on the Prishas, Shiva is Ma'akiv. However, according to the other Shita, something which is not critical, will not be critical for Miluim as well. In which case, we say Prisha of Shiva is not even by Miluim. Well, how do you know that the concept of Prisha is not absolutely critical throughout the later generations? Let's take a look at our mission which begins by saying, seven days before Yom Kippur, you're mafrish, so the Kohen Gadol, me You put him through that seven-day preparation. And the Mishnah adds that you appoint a backup Kohen Gadol as well, just in case something goes wrong with the initial Kohen Gadol. And what wording does the Mishnah use here with respect to the backup Kohen? It doesn't say mafrishan, which would indicate that he also needs to separate for seven days, just in case he's needed. Rather, the Mishnah uses the word maskinen, We just appoint him. As the Tzachim there said, uh, they, they um, measure up some clothing for him, because he has to have custom-made, to so they prepare everything. But we don't see that hafrosha is required for the back of Koying Gadol. It says that we appoint him. We don't find in the Mishnah. We have to separate him for seven days in advance. Well, if hafrosha is vital, and critical then, what good is it to appoint a coin Gadol as a backup without giving him the proper preparation of fresh? Suppose something goes wrong with the original Kohen Gadol, you can't use him as a backup regardless. So what good is it to have a backup coin who's useless? Apparently, fresh is not me'akiv So regarding the initial Kohen Gadol, who we hope will do the Avodah, we do Afrosha for Mitzvah ben but regarding the backup we assume, we hope he won't really be needed and therefore we don't put him through this rigorous procedure of Afrosha at worst case scenario he'll be used as a backup even without Afrosha because Afrosha is not Me'akev so then uh, the Shaila is a is Me'akev by Miloim Despite the fact that it's not Me'akev lederis it's Me'akev by miluim, because miluim was special and everything mentioned there is needed. Whereas according to Rav Chanina, doesn't stand higher than the future Dei'ras. And since we find that Frash is not Me'akev elsewhere, it's not Me'akev by Miluim as well. Ravina Omar a fourth and final example of an Afkamina between Rabi and Chanina, something which is not Me'akev And the question will be, is it Me'akev by yeshiva, Shiva Ribo Yisheva Shiva Iker Benayim. explains it like this. In order for the King god to be inaugurated, he needs to have seven days where he's going to be wearing his Big Day and do the Avoida using those Big Day kahuna, the eight Big Day kahuna, which are unique for the King god. That's Ribu shiva, Rebu, the, the extra Big day kahuna, throughout the seven days. meshicha Shiva is referring to anointing him with the Shaman Again, throughout the seven days, which basically brings them into the realm of Gunagadila. So the question is this is something that's meant to be done, but is it Ma'akiv by Miluim? Rebu Shiva, Mashika Shiva, I that's enough community between the two shitis. The Madao Marcala Kosaben Ma'aki Behen. Kutter Anything mentioned by Miluim is critical. Ma'akwa. This as well is Ma'akiv. Not for Arna Kain. To become enabled to do avodah, he needed to go, th- go through this procedure, doing the avoida with being the kohen for seven days and being anointed with the shem and for seven days. Lamanda Amar dovar sheein ma'akev le'doris ein ma'akeven. However, according to the other shita, that's something which is not Ma'akiv. Throughout the later doris, will not be Ma'akiv by milum as well. In and this concept. Of ribu will not be critical by miluim as well. How do you know that it's not ma'akev the is, is a pasuk by Yem Kippur which says So the pasuk is telling you that the the kain so Yimshach Oisoy seems to be referring to Meshichah through anointment of the of the Shemun HaMishchah. Yema'le Isyodev actually explains filling of the hands is referring to being enclosed by the the Kihuna, which enable a kohen to serve and do the Avodah. So this is a kohen who will now be the kohen godal instead of his father. He can. He has the ability to do the Avoidev Yom Kippur. The a kohen as Yimshach Oisoy by Yishay Yema'le of Question is What's the Kiddush here? That a kohen gadol is needed for him Kippur. Ma'tah Laimar. We already know that only a Qayn Gadol can do that Avaydah Rashi says, look to the parasha, Rachimais. You have Aaron a kohen's mention name mentioned all the time. It's pretty clear that a Qayn is the only one who can do that Avaydah. So what's the point of this Pasuk? The answer is that the Pasuk here will tell us that Although, preferably, you need to have the proper procedure done in order to inaugurate a Kohen kind of Gadol. Rebuy Shiva, that's the way the big dekhun, the eight big dekhun, do that for seven days prior to his entry into this Kohen kind of Gadol realm, as well as being anointed for seven days. But with the evidence, it's not mi'akiv. So, Matam what's the point of this Pasuk vishanamah? Shiva's yamim, yil beshem ha Tachta tachtav mi'banov. Pasek says that uh, Aranakain, the Kohen Gadol's son, uh, the son of Arnakain, will wear the Big De Kuhuna, the eight Pagodim which are unique, exclusive for the Kohen Gadol. Shiva And that enables him to become the Kohen Gadol. Ain't we Rabbi Shiva? Shak Shiva? From here we learn... That yeah, if the King Godal goes through this procedure, he's in the Srabi Shiva, which again means he had the eight big de Kahuna on him for seven days, Vinim shach Shiva, he was anointed using the Shabana mishcha for seven days. How do we know that? Because Rashi brings that the two things are connected. We find a different pasuk that the Meshicha of Shem and is related to um him wearing the eight Kahuna. Both things are, are uh, uh, preconditions. They're, they're both ingredients, both elements are needed to make him a proper kohen gadol. So from this puzzle, we'd figure that eight, seven days are, are critical. You need shiva siyamim. What if there aren't seven days of Rebuy or mishicha? Is it Me'ake? Can he still be considered a kohen gadol? The answer is yes. And this rabbi shiva. Let's say he had the ribuy begadol for seven days. Fine, that's okay. V'nimshach Yim but he only had one day of Meshichah's Shemin or in the reverse Nisra'a B'Yom Echad he had one day of the Big Day Kahuna of the 8th Big Day Kahuna Gadol V'nimshach Shiva and he had Meshichah's Shemin for 7 days there's a gears on the side which goes even further let's say he had Nisra'a B'Yom Echad V'nimshach Yim Echad V'nimshach Ahaz let's say he only had Bidakunah for one day and Meshikah for one day or even just one moment Menayin, how do we know that that's okay but the Eved, he can still be considered a Koenigodah, Tamar Loimar that takes us back to that pasuk which we seem to think was superfluous the pasuk which said V'chipir HaKohen HaShimshach Oisai the question was what, what's the purpose of the pasuk? what's it teaching us that a Koenigodah has to do Bidakunah the they avoid the Kippur it's pretty obvious because the pasuk speaks about Aaron Apparently the pasuk is telling us a chiddush. So he had meshicha, he had the extra big tekuna, the eight bugadai kain Gadal which bring him to the realm of kuna gedola. And the fact that the pasuk doesn't give us a number here, doesn't say how long, how many days he needs to wear the big tekuna, how many days he had the meshicha of the Shaman. unlike the previous pasuk which gave us a number of seven days. Here we don't have that. The pasuk is an extra pasuk. The purpose is to teach us the drasha. Mikal mokay. The pasuk is saying, in either case, whether he had Reboy a for seven days or even just for one moment, it works. And the Teshuva brings a gemara and that, you know, after the, the mishicha was was uh, hidden, how would they have kohanim gedolim? So we learn from Apostle that if you can't have Mashikha, it's not Miakiv. As long as the Koin Gadol is wearing big of Koin Gadol, Meruvah Begadim, that's also considered a Koin Gadol. In any case, we see from here that this process is not Miakiv. Having Koin Gadol put on his 8th Begadim for for 7 days, having the Mashikha Shemana Mishcha applied to him for 7 days, is not Miakiv. And that takes us back to Ravina, who says this is another this is another example of something which is not me'akev And the question will be, is it me miluim? That's dependent on those two shitas. Continues well, the Let's just finish this topic. So we find in this passage shivas yomem we just mentioned, which indicates that he has to wear. Can God has to wear the eight big day kuuna godoila for a period of seven days to make him a proper kind of God. godl? The that's the way it's meant to be. Ashkachan Ribu Shivil Khathil. What about Meshika, Shivil Khathil Minola? How do you know that Meshikha is meant to be the for seven days? We don't really have a clear Pasuk telling us he needs to have the Khathil, Meshikha Shemah for seven days. Says more two The same, one shot would be? And the fact that the pasuk, the most recent pasuk that we just mentioned, needed to be might to bump down the chiv and say, well, you don't have to have ribuy b'godim or meshicha Hashem to such a great extent, but the eved even just a bit is okay. What does that show you? What does that tell you about the lechatchila requirement that has to be longer than just one day? We assume the Mashiach Hashem will be seven days, just like the Ribbub Gadim are required for seven days. That's one pshat. Ribbub Yisem, another pshat would be the Omakro Ubigde HaKodesh Achal Aaron Yule Banav Akhrov Lemoshchabahim Ulomaliba Mesyodem. The Pasuk here is connecting the Big Day Kodesh. The Milu Yodayim Malim HaMesyodem means to enable them, to empower them to do Avoida. Kohen gets his power from wearing Hashem's uniform. From wearing the bidekuna, and the pasuk states them together, lemosh Bahem, or lemal bemes yadem. meshicha leribuy. We connect meshicha the, uh, the applying of the oil to ribuy begodim to wearing the bidekuna, and we draw a parallel. Ma ribuy shiva af meshicha shiva, just like ribuy begodim is meant to go on for seven days. We had a Pasuk before which said, Shiva's Yom Em Yub Hashem HaKohen Tachtim Barm. The Kohen wants to turn to a Kohen He has to wear those eight B'gadim for seven days. Af Shiva, we learn from this Pasuk, that Meshicha has the same Halacha. L'cha Tchila, needs to have Meshichah Shemera Meshicha for seven days in order for him to become a proper Kohen Let's take a look at Rashi inside here. So let's start from five lines on the top of the Abed. We had an example of smicha, of, of Tnufa things which are not ma'akev and the question was whether it's ma'akev by We had another two examples. One was Hafrasha of shiva and then we spoke about ribu shiva m'shichah shiva. So Rashi is going back on Hafrasha shiva which is not ma'akev The question is, is it ma'akev by miluyeh? How do we know it's not ma'akev leders? the mission tells us we appoint a backup Kohen kato without separating him for seven days. even though he had no afrasha if a psal will occur with the first Kohen, this fellow will back him up. Shma apparently Prisha is not vital. He can do avayda without Prisha. Then the Gemara proceeded to another Nafkamina between rabbiyech and Khanina. Which is ribu shiva emashicha shiv? Explains Rashi. Ribu shiva sheishamish ken gadol shiva yam ritzufim. Ken when he's appointed, he first has to undergo an inauguration process. Serve for seven days. The ribu how does it connect to the lashon ribu? Lashon marbe meruba b'godim an abundance, extra, more b'godim than usual. Sheishamish b'shmoyna veheidit barba. Unlike the Koni Hedid, who only has four, because God but has eight. That's a pshat the Yishiv. That's the first ingredient. The next element is Shiva. She eat no shemana in al-Roi when say Einov, and for seven days, they apply the Shem Mishchatim. Sagmar says, well, this is something that's not Ma'akiv Lideris. Will it be Ma'akiv Amiluim? Kala We find HaMiluim. The Torah mentions this process. Zayim Yom what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Milu Yaday means filling their hands, enabling them to do avodah through wearing b'gedim. And the um, pasuk there adds, that's the V'goim and Rashi. The key is the last few words of that pasuk. We see that wearing b'gedim enables them to do avodah. So Milu Yaday is referring to b'gedim. And therefore by miluim, since it says seven days yimale, you have to do your yodayim for seven days, that tells us that they have to wear, that the Kohen has to wear is Shmoinah begadim for those seven days. That's Rebu begadim U um, where do we find Meshicha Shemana and for seven days? Meshicha Nami, called Shiva. Medi Because we find this connection. In this passage that we just mentioned, we have Meshicha and Rebu begadim in the same passage which indicates that they're one and the same, at the same Allah so we find this by Milum. The question is anything mentioned by Milum is Ma'akiv? Or shall we say since it's not Ma'akula Duris, it won't be Ma'ak by either? The Kamu goes into the whole discussion where we find that it's not Ma'akila Duris. Continues Rashi, we have a Pasuk by Yom Kippur. in so The question is what's the point of that Pasak? Teaches that a Khan God was do they avoid? That's the God. it that's gadol, it parasha by We find iron mentioned throughout the parsha iron <laughs> over and over. It's pretty clear that iron could do the of nobody else. Only kain gadol is fit for yom kippur. So what's the point of this pasuk, which seems to tell us that a kain gadol must do avodah kipper. kippur? The answer is, it's coming to teach us something else. Coming to teach us that olah lechatgilah. You to make a kain gadol, he has to go through the seven day inauguration process, where it be the kuna for seven days, have mishicha for seven days, will be the eved is the uh, fellow who takes Aaron's place in meaning the future Kohen of he has to first have Rebagadam for seven days and have Mishika Hashem for seven days. Love Shiva Shiva. Gishon Look my Meshicha, Ksiva. The Gemara will explain, where do you find Meshicha in this Paseh? But in any case, the conclusion of the Gemara is, it would seem that these ingredients are vital to the success of the Kayin Gadol. He needs to have Rebu Yib Gadol for seven days. Meshicha, shemana and Mishcha for seven days. Otherwise, he's unfit to be considered with Gadol. Do they avoid the Kippur? Conclusion is no. We have the pasik and Achrimais, which seems to be an extra pasik. Which comes to tell us that even if he doesn't have this process applied to him, he doesn't have for seven days. Just one moment of Ribi Bagadim. He doesn't have Mashikha Shemin for seven days. Just for one moment, that's okay. But he's still a Kasher Kohen Gadol and Kippur. So, what does this negate to us? This was just used as an example of something which is not Ma'akib letters. The question was is it by miluim? It's something mentioned by Miloim, but not Ma'akaverus. of it's not M'akiv by miluim either. Miluim is no different than later there's a Even something which is not Ma'akiv later on, miluim stands higher. It's in a class of its own. <coughs> and therefore anything mentioned there is absolute and critical. So we have four examples Smicha, Tnufa, Prisha Shiva, and Riboy and Meshichas, Shiva for the King. Now it seems that Rav Hanina's approach is more plausible. Why would Miluim be any different than other Karbanas? And Rabbi Yekhan is the Kiddush. Why would you say that Miluim stands higher? My time of the mando Amar, says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom. What indeed is the reason of Rabbi Yechonah? My time of the Mada Amar, Kalakasav and Ma'akivan. Why should you say just because it's mentioned by Miluim, it's Ma'akiv? Ma'ichate How do you draw such a conclusion? The word "kacha" denotes absoluteness. Anything mentioned in this parsha, be it nesachim, be it smicha, be it tnuva, etc., it's absolutely makiv. Says so Rashi explains the Pasha Meluim is really split into two. We have part of it in Pashas Titsava, which is called the Pasha of Tzivoy where we are instructed, have been instructs uh, the the Kohanim, uh, gives, the, gives them the instructions, the procedure to follow during the Muluim. Then we have in Parasha Tzav we have a description of events as they occurred. So we have Parasha which is the Mokim Tzivoy the instructions, and we have. Parsha Tzav, which is merely the asiyah, the way it was done. We're looking for a mocker, for a B'yechna, That anything mentioned by Miluim is ma'ak. Why? It says you meant to follow Kocha. Now, where is this pasuk? This is Chumash Shmois, in Parsha Tzav, by the instructions. This covers anything mentioned in this parsha, Parsha Tzav. Of the Elixir, Vayinyan, what about something which is not mentioned here? Rather, is only mentioned in Parsha Tzav. Rashi cites an example as, as such as the um, uh, Urim V'Tumim, the Shemus of Hashem, which were placed in the Choshin. It's not something which we see in Parsha Tzav, but we do find in Parsha Tzav. Manola, how do we know that's mak? The pasuk of relates to anything within Parsha Tzav. Doesn't relate to something stated elsewhere. Amar, Nachmar Yitzchak. You all have Pesach Pesach. It says in Nachmar Yitzchak we have Exerius Shavu. In Pashas Tzavu we have the word Pesach Ha'il Moed. In Pashas Tzavu we have Pesach Ha'il Moed. We make Exerius That this concept of Ikuva, this concept that anything described and mentioned by Miluim is Ma'akiv, applies to anything mentioned here in Pashas Tzavu, as well as things mentioned in Pashas Tzavu. From Mashar Shia in the parsha Pashas Asiya, we also have a pasuk which denotes absoluteness and ikuvah. Ushmar temes Hashem. He went to safeguard. He follows procedure exactly as instructed. Ikuvah. That's me'akim, and therefore it covers everything. Rav Ashi Yomar, kichein tuvesi ikuvah. We have the pasuk again up in Pasha Sab follow instructions, because this is what I, this is how I was instructed, this is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. This tells us everything is ma'akiv. It's not only things which are said in Pasha's Tzav, but even things which are described in Pasha's Tzav is absolute, it's vital and critical to the success of the miluim procedure. Before so we proceed, let's just summarize quickly, we have Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi, Rabbi Chanina says, miluim is consistent with... Uh, the alocha is found later throughout the deris something which is not me'akiv later was not me'akiv by miluim Rabbi Yechen says miluim stands higher anything mentioned there is absolute the Gemara brought three me'akuris kacha shemarit amishmeris Hashem and kechein tzubeis Tanah Rabbana we learned in a b'raisa and Rashi explains we're really going off at a slight tangent because we had the pasig kechein so the Gemara will bring a b'raisa which discusses a pasig which has similar wording it's actually in Parashat Now what happened was that none of passed away on that day. And Aaron and the other sons, uh, Elizabeth son were Oynanim. And Oynanim may not partake in Maser and, and eating Karbanis. So what happened was that they burnt one of the Karbanis. The Sa'ir uh, Chatas of Rishchidesh. They chose not to eat it because they were Oynanim, unfit to eat Karbanis. Moshe Rabbeinu came by and saw what happened. And he um, challenged them. He says, Why why did you burn it? And the Brihsia will take us through, through the conversation. We find three terms which are very similar in that parasha, shmini. This is in the beginning of the parasha. When Moshe Benet tells them, Go take the mincha and eat the mincha, because this is how I was instructed by Hashem. You meant to eat it, despite the fact that your oinanim. And the point, as Rashi explains, is because these karbanis were timely karbanis. They were unique for today, for the eighth day of miluim. You can't forego these karbanis. There's a special mitzvah to eat them despite the fact that you're in a aninous state. Kichén <speaking in> tzuveisi, <Hebrew> eat it because this is how I was, Nitzdav, from Hashem. We have another pasuk which says, Kasher <speaking in Hebrew> tziveisi. He says to him, why didn't you eat this? Sorry, why did you burn it? as I already instructed you to eat the even in your state, that we have, Kasher Hashem, which is telling them, eat the portions of the shlam, despite the fact that you're Oynanim, Kasher Tziva Hashem. I think explains, each one of these uh, phrases was referring to something else. Kichin which was in reference to the Mincha, eat the Mincha, because this is how I was told, Ba'aninus Yichlu, meant to eat it even in your state of Aninus. The next pasal, Kasher Tzivesi, This is when he encountered that. He saw that they burnt the soy roshchides. why did you burn it? Didn't I, didn't I really tell you that you should eat karbonis even in your state? Now really Rashi says it was a mistake. It was a toast. Because Hashem didn't have that in mind. Hashem was referring to karbonis which were unique, which were exclusive for today. But they were actually burning the soy chaydish, which is a general current, and broaden, every That, they had no heter to eat today. But in any case, that's what he was telling them. Why don't you eat this, just as I already instructed you, by the Mencha, to eat, despite the fact that you are Oynanim, and this is what he told them when he saw what happened. And we have the other passage, Hashem, you were meant to take part and eat parts of the shlamim, as Hashem was Metzav, and I'm not making this up. This is coming from Hashem. Okay, getting back to to um, the previous uh, sukkah. If you take a close look at the at the parsha which describes the miluim process, we find that the other big day are described in great detail. It tells us how Moshe Rabbeinu was meant to dress them, but we don't find him dressing them with with pants. So how do we know that that's also included? in the uh dressing procedure. Which comes to add, seems to come seems to be coming to add something in addition. This will add the they the meant to wear those as well, and also Asir Saif as Rashi explains the Minhas Khavit that the uh aim any coin. this inaugurates him, this brings him in to the avodah, he brings a special mincha, whether it's a kohin hediyot for the first time doing avodah, whether the coin gadol, and actually the kohin will bring it every day, that's the mincha habitim brought by the coin gadol, but the point here is that they were meant to bring this carbon, Siru Sa'ifa mincha, because this was their first time doing Avoid. And both these things, Meknasayim and Asir Sefer, we learn from this Pasuk, V'zehadova, Shat hem, was coming to add this to the procedure as well. Bishlam Meknasayim, now, it makes sense that this Pasuk is referring to Meknasayim because, Ksivi Binyana De'b'gadim, because this uh, Pasuk, V'zehadova, that you just mentioned, is actually connected to the previous parsha, which discusses the B'gadim, the kahuna that they went to, we are doing the Muzli. And Vizah the Vav, is a connector. Mo al which indicates that we're coming to add something to the previous discussion. We discussed Piddi Ki'una, Vizah is going to add another article of clothing Michassan. Because so that works. Ela Asir Su'efah Manila. Where in this Pasa do you find any... Any remez, any mention of a of mincha, why would you say it's included in this pasik? As you We we apply Xerishovah. Here we have the word Adover, and there we have carbon iron abonav. So we come from there. Vizher carbon iron abonavashivashemaser So that pasik, since it's speaking about a sier which is meant to be brought by the Kayan or the King God, the first time they do the Avaidah, we apply Xerushava, There from there and Zebayas, which teaches us that our Pasuk Vizadava asha is referring to Asir Se'efa as well. So we have two more things that are meant to be done by Miloim. The Mechna that they're meant to wear and the Minchas Asiru Se'efa that they're meant to bring. Amar N'sha'af Mikra From where do we know that Moshe Rabbeinu is reading to them uh, the Parsha which contains all the instructions for the uh, meluim procedure. How do you know it's critical for him to do that? That it's ma'akiv. It's critical. It's vital for the for the and success and kashris of the Dimea meluim. Taman <speaking in> Zeh Asher <Hebrew> Hashem This is what Hashem was metzava. We learn from here, afilu dibur that not only not only uh, actions, not only things, not only Ma'akif, but even words, such as gathering kollelsh all together and giving them the instructions, reading the parish of miluim, that's Ma'akif. Zeh it's absolute. This must be done, and otherwise, the miluim are not kash. Okay, let's summarize for a moment. We went through a list of things which some are ma'akev, some are not ma'akev. Let's go down the list. We have Smicha, Tenufa, Keheng separating for seven days in advance of Yom Kippur. We have the Keheng preparing for his Kunu by having the Ribuy, Bugadam for seven days, Meshich Hashem and Meshach for seven days. These things the Gemara showed to us are not ma'akev, L'dayris. Are they ma'akev during the Memeluim Meluim? Machlekes. Yes. But the these things are absolute and vital. Kuntar Bchanina Miluim doesn't stand higher than the rest of the deres. Something which is not ma'akev diaries, is not ma'akev by Miluim. Saim is ma'akev and by Miluim. Asir Seifa is not ma'akev lederes. We learned this in Shkolim. If the Kohen would do avodah without having first brought the Asir Seifa to inaugurate his Avoidah, it's not ma'akev and if that's the case, what happens by miluim? Say we fall into the same achleikis, it's me'akev, because although it's not me'akev by but it's something which is mentioned by miluim, as it's me'akev by miluim, which stands higher than the other deris. There is and miluim on the same level, and since it's not me'akev by me'ake miluim as well. How do we even know that me'akev and Asir Se'efa are needed by miluim? from the Pesach of Ezeh Adavah, Ashat HaSelahem, is coming to add these two elements. And finally we learned that Mikra Parsha, although it's uh, not something applicable to various, but certainly is Me'akib MaMiluim, and as learned from the Pesach of Ezeh Adavah, Ashat Tziva and the G'mar concludes, Afilo Dibu Me'akib. Moeshe Rabbeinu's reading of the Parsha, in the presence of cholesterol the Parsha which describes the miluim process, is Me'akib. Continues the G'mar Ketzad El we learned that Moshe Rabbeinu dressed Aaron Hakohen and his sons throughout the days of Miluim. How did he go about dressing them? said, You want to know how that happened? It's a past event. Who cares? Ella it. Question was it. When the Beis will be rebuilt, we'll go through the same uh, or similar Miluim process. How is the dressing process going to take place? It says the Gemara nami. Then as well, there's no concern. We don't have to worry about it now. We'll figure it out then. Look, sheyavoyu, iron of Moshe, iron a Bono of Moshe, Rabbeinu, Bach adds, Rabbeinu, Yavimah, 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 will tell us. We'll hear from him exactly the way it's meant to be done. Allocated El Bishon. The question was like this. We're not just being curious. How, how things are things going to work? How did they work in the past? It's a question of how to interpret the Pesukim. Our eternal, it's part of Torah. We have to figure out the pesukim. Kroi, We want to figure out the pesukim because really, we seem to have a contradiction when it comes to the order, the seder, in which Moshe Rabbeinu addressed Aaron and his sons. We have two parshas, as we mentioned. We have parshas Tzavah, where we have the instructions on how to go about doing things by miluim. That's called the parshas Tzivoi then we have in Sefer HaPivikra in Parshat Tzav we have the Asir describing the events as they occurred. Now in Parshas Tzav the, the Mokim Tzivoy what does the Pasuk say? V'chagar to Oysam Rabbeinu you meant to strap them and to girdle them the Chagur, the Avnit oisam collectively iron and the sons in one process in one go without interruption. Whereas in the other parsha, in the parsha of Asiyah, describing the events, we find discrepancy. Over there we have a puzzle which says, Avnet, strapped the belt around Aaron, and then it says, oisim Avnet, he did it for the sons. If it wasn't done in one go. So which way is it? Together or separate? So you have to figure out the Pesukim, And the Gemara will elaborate. So how was it done between the sons of Rabkir and Rabi Echad? <speaking in Hebrew> one maintains, Aaron and Let's follow the way the Pasuk describes it in the Parsha of Asir, in Parsha of Tzav and Aaron and then his sons were separately. Ch'ad Amar, <speaking> Aaron <in> and <Hebrew> b'nof, as the other one maintains, no. Let's follow the Psukim, which describes the Tzivu, the instructions it says, Everyone together as one. The am will explain how, how that works. What does it mean everyone as one? We'll see soon. So, how it happened? Together or separate? The am explains further. On my when it comes to the, the shirt the Mitznefes, they had the cap. I'm going to plead. There's no Makhlekes. All agree that Aaron First, first Meshavine addressed Aaron, his metznefes, his Ksenas, of course, the Mekh which came first. So says iron, and then he proceeded to the sons. He realize we didn't mention the khagura, the belt, at this point. So, but all agree when it comes to the other articles, the cap, the shirt, the, the pants, iron was separate, and then he proceeded to the sons. Why? Ubein ubein Because in both locations, in both parshas, the parsha that describes the instructions, that's parsha tzavah, ubein be'asir, the pesukim describe the events, that's in Parshas tzav. In both places we find. Aaron caught him that Aaron was dressed first. So we assume that when it comes to Ksoinus, Mitznafetz, Mechasim, he was first. There's no discussion. There's no machlites. Ki pligi The question only pertains to the belt, the avnet. That's different. That seems to have its own halach. Ma'an domar Aaron The sheet that maintains it was Aaron being belted and then his sons because the Pasuk says First he strapped him. He belted him. Then he girdled them. So we follow the psukkim that described the events, the pasha vasir. So they were they were done separately. So according to the other sheet, what was that? Aaron and Bona were belted at the same time. He applied their avnate collectively. Why? Because we have a pasuk in pashas to Tzavah. In the Pasha of Tzavah the to oisam Avnet Aaron Abonav. Bach adds those words, which indicates that it was all one process and one goal. So the question is, what's what, what takes precedence, which pasuk are we going to follow? The pasuk which says that they were done together, or the Psechim which say that they were done separately? But this only pertains to the chagur to the belt. Says the Murloman to Omar, Aaron and bar of Asachas, according to the sheet that holds that all done together. But don't we have psukim which indicate otherwise? The psukim and the parish of, of the Asiya describing the event. First, he did it to iron. He did it to them. The Pasuk seems to separate Aaron from his children. Omar Lech will respond, No, it's unrelated to how he applied the belt. Rather, the Pasuk is simply telling you. Is, is trying to set apart the, the Avnet material. The Apostle is telling you that the Avnet of Aaron was made of different material than his son's Avnet. O'maloch hahu Avneto shal gadol, lo'i zehu Avneto shal The Apostle is simply telling us that the Avnet of the kohen gadol, Aaron according to Avnet, was made of different material than the ones of his sons. Let's take a look at Rashi on top. Of course, we follow the Pasach by Tzavo, which discusses the instructions, which tells you that it was done by Vasachas, he applied the belt to Aaron and his sons in one go. If that's the case. Why do we find that the other parish of Asiyah, the Pasak describes them being girdled separately? To teach us that as far as their material, Aaron's belt was different from his son's belt. What did we learn from there? It had linen and wool. Sheish means kitna, linen. blue wool is blue wool. So Aaron Cohen's belt was made of kalim mixture of wool and linen. But that was unique to Aaron We don't find in an accurate description of how their belts were produced. And the fact that the Pasuk here draws a line between the two types of belt. We have Aaron's belt, his son's belt, that tells us something about their material and their makeup whereas Aaron Akarni's belt was kalai, wool linen, but boots his son's belt, was simply made of linen. Continues the Gemara. Okay, so we understand this Shita. Right again, we have one place where the Torah bundles together their their belting processes, iron and his sons. That's in the Pasha of Tzavah, in Pasha's sava whereas in Pasha's Tzav, which discusses the Asiyah, the actual... Uh, Unfolding of events, we find them to have been separated. He put the Chagor in iron, and he put the Chagor in the sons. According to this approach, togetherness was the way it was done, collectively, but the fact that Torah splits them it's only an indication of their makeup. Iron, according to his belt, was Kalayim, but not his sons. Ulamanda Omar says the one on the second line, according to the other approach. That Moshe Rabbeinu applied Aaron's belt separately and his son's belt separately, following with the Psukim, describing the Asiyah, which seems to say that they were done separately. If that's the case, how do you understand the other Pasuk, which seems to bundle them together? Together, this man will respond like this. In reality, Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu strapped iron separately and his son separately the puzzle which seems to bond them together is simply coming to teach us regarding the makeup the material of their belts that iron coin's belt and his son's belts were made of the same material both kalai. but in reality when it comes to the actual dressing process iron was belted separately and his son separately Look, the pasuk says he applied the avnet to Aaron. And then it says he applied their belts. Why do we separate? This teaches us Aaron. First he applied the avnet to Aaron, then his sons. So this explains the two it says, Let's go back to the first sheet They applied the avnet to Aaron and his sons together. How does that work? How can Tie a belt on five people simultaneously. Let's the What doesn't mean he did it the same second? It just means the act that he placed the begodah and Arana Coin as follows, and left the avnet as is. Did not apply a belt. Then proceeded to the sons. Applied their mitzvahs, their exlenus, and left the Avnate sitting on the side. When he got to the Avnate, to girdling them, he did them all at once. That was the finishing touch. The Chagura, the Avnate, that enabled him to do it, and that, was, that happened all at once. He went straight from one to the other to the other, and of course he went according to age, uh, to, to Hashivas, first Aaron, and then to the older son, etc., etc., down the list. So the akda means he followed a, a order, an order of hierarchy, going from one to the next. But, it was belt, 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 belt. Whereas according to the other shita, that he separated, even when it comes to belts. what he did was, first, Aaron is all, all his begotten, including his belt. And then he went to the next son, his begotten, etc, etc. Okay, so in summary, we discussed the abnate. We seem to have a contradiction. In Parashat Tzava, which is the place of the Tzivu, the instructions, Pasuk says, Oysam, which indicates that the avnet was applied collectively, in one shot, to Aaron and his sons. In the parashat Tzav, which discusses the Asiyah, the unfolding of the actual events, we find he applied the avnet to Aaron Oisoi, we find another Pasek, he applied it to his sons, Oisam. So you have a contradiction. How did it actually happen? One Shittu maintains, he did the Chagura to Aaron and his sons with The other passage which seems to separate between the two, is simply speaking about the material of which the avnetim were made. was different. His was Kalayim. Whereas the Koin Hedyit's avnet was simply made of linen. The other shit works the other way around. That really, the Haguru was B'zachhazeh. He added the strap to iron, then to his children. Why then does the Pasuk and pashta put them together, some Simply to indicate that the material which comprised Aaron and coins avnet was identical to the one that comprised his son's belts. Okay, time for a brief Chazor, today's Dav. We discuss things that are not ma'akev but perhaps are ma'akev by the meluim. We have Smicha, Tnufa, Prisha, Shiva, before him, Kippur, the King Godal is wearing his begodim for seven days, getting Meshicha for seven days, not ma'akev by it's ma'akev by meluim. We have a Pasav HaKach, mashmatem, Meshmartem, Ken We have the Mechnasayim that are ma'akev all over. Asir Seifa is now by Miluim and Reading really, the parsha is Ma'akev by Miluim. We discuss the abnate of Aaron Akoin and his sons. We have Machlekes whether Moshe Rabbein applied the Abnate to Aaron and then to his sons in one sequence. Or was it done separately? We also have Machlekes regarding the material, the makeup. Was Aaron HaKoyin's abnate the same as his children's? Or was his, Kelayim, and his children's simply made of linen? of all the best to you.